Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy romance and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Delicious. Today is Thursday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. So I'm uh, wearing the green. Uh, yes, I am Irish. Irish and Scott. Um, come back from a long line of Irish and Scottish immigrants. I know the Scottish isn't relevant for uh, um, St. Patrick's Day, but some of the things I am wearing, like the earrings, my green Celtic knot earrings, I actually got in Scotland. But I am drinking coffee today out of my green Jameson mug, which I did buy at the Jameson Brewery Distillery Gift Shop in Ireland. It was kind of funny because David and I went to the Jameson Distillery, which is now located outside of Dublin. I forget the name of the town that it's in. But we he had been fishing that morning and we'd gone to this really cool remote beach where he'd been fishing and it was a very gray and rainy day, which it seemed like it always was in Ireland at least the whole time we were there and we went to the distillery on our way you know we thought oh well we might as well go do a distillery tour since it's all gray and rainy and of course the cruise ship tour buses had chased us even there but we were there at a pretty good time but the tour was like thirty dollars a person i mean to tour the distillery and we were like well fuck that shit <laughs> I didn't want to say it that badly. So instead we went to the gift shop and, and we spent way too much money in the gift shop, but we had cool things. Um, I know some people talk about, uh, you know, like it's for, I don't know if it's still a thing. I haven't been invited to a wedding in a while, but there was a time where um, like the young people getting married had these um, things where they wanted experience stuff. So, sorry, I got a phone call. The clinic from yesterday following up to see how I am. I'm fine. Um, so what was I saying about shopping at the gift shop, Jameson Distillery? Hmm. Damn them. I lost my train of thought. But anyway, we bought things there. Oh, the experience thing. That it's, um, you know, that there was, like there was this one couple who got married and they, like went to this particular website where instead of buying them plates or you know whatever on their wedding registry you could buy them parasailing or something like that and they were all you know we want experiences more than we want things which you know fair enough whatever but um i thought this was funny that we kind of traded things for the experience it was like we now we did not need the experience of touring the jameson distillery but we did buy whiskey and my coffee mug and got gifts for people and I got an amazing Jameson umbrella which I almost never get to use here because I live in the desert and it doesn't rain all the time. It is snowing a little bit this morning. Very light snow. So anyway happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. I always find it a good um, celebration of Irishness. It's not much of a party thing for me but um enjoy the 
the nod, the nod to the ancestors. So um, my week is going well. The revised schedule of going for 2000 words a day, you guys, it feels downright luxurious. It's just, it's amazing how luxurious it feels. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'll get used to it, but I almost feel a little bit at loose ends because I'm not exhausted when I'm done. So now I may be able to just start getting to some of this business stuff, but I think I'm so used to not getting to some of the business stuff that it's, it's kind of unusual. No writer coffee today because all of my people are busy doing other things, which people are out of town and taking classes and I don't know what all they're doing, but So I'm trying to think if I have much to say today. Um, yesterday was kind of a funny day because, you know, I, I think I mentioned on Tuesday that I'd go get the colonoscopy. Dorinda and I were laughing about it because I told her my joke that, you know, I was saying, you know, a girl never forgets her first colonoscopy. And Dorinda was laughing and laughing. And I was saying, you know, at least she gets me because other people are just like, well, I, I guess you wouldn't. <laughs> and Dorinda thought it was so funny. And she told her sister when she got there and Netters, you know, she told Netters the joke and Netters is like, well, yeah, I guess you wouldn't forget your, you know, getting a colonoscopy. And it's like, Dorinda's like, no, you don't get the joke. So, you know, at least we get each other. Um, <laughs> finished. Book five of the Seven Waters series and started book six. I guess I started to say that yesterday was kind of a funny day because I did um, log out by about 1.30 and went on my way to, to get my first colonoscopy. And then afterwards just, you know, got home around 4.30 or 5 and kind of David got takeout from Harry's Roadhouse for us, and I just kind of vegged. And I generally feel pretty good. That, that was actually the phone call I got. Oh, I said that, that the clinic was calling to follow up. So I guess that was nice. They said, do I have questions? It's like, what questions could there be? I, everything's fine. So I, I do feel kind of bad segueing into the medical stuff, but then somebody out there commented saying that it was timely on hearing about the trials and tribulations of the medical stuff too. So I figure all's fair here at first cup of coffee. We talk about writing, we talk about getting our colonoscopies. It's a, everything's out on the table here. Yeah. Oh, and I just remembered something else I need to do. Hold on. So yeah, I'm getting closer to committing to uh, setting a pre-order date for Storm Princess and the Raven King. Since I'm feeling so much better, I would set it for um, doing this at the 2K per day schedule. At my current rate, if I can sustain this, which so far it's feeling pretty sustainable, um, I could... Yeah, have it out by the end of May, which is a bit since it's mid-March now. 
it, that I would make it a nice luxurious end of May date. Like May 31st, possibly. Except that's the day that St. Martin's releases all their paperbacks. There was considerable debate yesterday among um, a couple different groups. Uh, Jennifer L. Armentrout, massively successful author of fantasy romance, started out in paranormal romance and then like many have sort of segued more into the fantasy romance. Um, and I've, I've met Jennifer and she's a, she's a delightful person that for those of you who haven't been around for a dinosaur's age, which I'm starting to feel like, um, Stephanie Prater. Hi, Stephanie. A uh, very sweet person. Uh, I believe her nickname is the Care Bear. Uh, reminded me that it was my author birthday yesterday. So these gals celebrate the anniversary of their first publication. And I couldn't even remember what I had officially said was, I was trying to figure out what my author birthday would be. And so I went with the publication of my first book, which was Wyoming Trucks True Love and the Weather Channel, which turned out to have an official publication date of March 16th, uh, 2004. Which is a funny thing because I actually had copies of the book. I remember this, that the I had copies of the book in like November and I did book signings. You know what? I should put a photo. I'm going to put a photo on the podcast of me. You can see baby Jeffy. Um, I, I look so young to myself now. Uh, signing that book at my book launch event in Laramie, Wyoming at my favorite local indie bookstore where my best friend was the manager and all of our friends came because it was a small town and it was winter and there was nothing else to do. My mother came up for it. She gave me a beautiful necklace as a celebratory gift. And then we had a party at a bar afterwards. Um, we didn't like have the bar totally closed off, but it was mostly us. I don't remember. It was a weeknight and winter. And um, we, I, we catered in food and it was such a fun party. It was, you know, like all my writer friends and other friends from around town. And it was a great time. But anyway, I know that that was well before March. Maybe it was January. I wonder if this photo says, let me look. Well, interesting. It looks like that signing was on March 1st, 2004. So we did a little ahead of the release date, uh, but not as much as I thought. But I'll tell you what, you guys, Laramie, Wyoming, March 1st might as well have been. I mean, that's dead of winter still. One of the reasons why I don't miss living there. You'll see in that photo, though, that I'm wearing a, a long gray cashmere dress, which was one that my mom gave me. There used to be a store. Do you remember that, Mom? There was like a store that was like all cashmere stuff. I don't remember what it was called. And it, it was very expensive. I loved that dress. Loved that dress. Um, it was way too hot to wear in Santa Fe. I remember wearing it all the time in <laughs> me and moved here. It was like, it was way too hot. And the thing about living here is we have moths. And if you have something that is a hundred percent wool or something like that with no acrylic in it at all, even a little bit of acrylic will save it, but the moths will get to the wool. Um, and I've got like cedar things everywhere and they still get to it and they put holes in it. It broke my heart. I have a couple other things that the moths got to and 
you know, once, once you get those gaping holes and stuff, I don't think there's much you can do about it. So now let's see what date that was. I mean, day of the week. I know I don't have to tell you guys that I'm pausing, but I don't know how it. Okay, it was a Monday. Did I say that already? I think the photo properties even said that it was a Monday. I just, I didn't register that properly. Yeah, Monday, March 1st, 2004. So, um, author birthday on that, uh, March 16th being the official book release. 18 years. So, yeah, they were joking about whether or not my writing career could drink yet. And they're, they're really wonderful. It, and it's, you know, I get, I get asked a lot how I celebrate things. And it turns out I don't celebrate things <laughs> enough. So it's cool to celebrate that. Although I was noting that my very first publication was in 97. And I meant to look for the exact date of that. So hold on. Oh, it didn't pause. Did you see that? Making sure it unpaused since it was being, I don't know. I think if I pause too many times, it gets sticky. <clears throat> so first publication, Wyoming Magazine. And it says winter 1998, but this is the weird thing about magazines is because I know it came out in 1997 because I have that written down. Um, what's interesting, and I did not remember this, is that it, the byline is Jennifer Kennedy which is my actual name. I mean, Jeffy, everybody calls me Jeffy, but there it is. Wyoming trucks, true love and the weather channel, which I then it titled the essay collection after this. So this was the very first publication. So in that case, it means it would probably be sometime late this fall, um, probably November or December. I don't have an exact date for this one. Um, will be 25 years. 25 years. And then this was my first, like more, this North Carolina literary review. This was in 1998, but I don't have an exact date on it. And this was, um, I know as I share pages with Lee Smith, that was pretty cool. Huh? Yeah. Uh, but this was, I was looking for the exact story was, um, inheritances. I don't know what they put it under oral history in North Carolina because this was about, Oh, there it is. Inheritances, poetry and prose. Um, and this is Jeffy Kennedy. I think the Jennifer Kennedy was a mistake. I think maybe I sent stuff out under that name since it was my legal name. And I think I learned my lesson just not even to offer them Jennifer because they would like go to that. Oh, I even had it marked. With my mom's, this is, this is a blast from the past. I won't show it because identity theft type stuff, but this is a card mom. I will take a photo of this and send it to you that says for Kathy and Leo Kennedy and their address and home phone number and a, an email address for both of them. Um, my mom still has this email address and a pager number that tells you something. Okay. And so then there's inheritances. 
And it seemed like I was going to show you guys one other thing. Oh, I'll, I'll show you one other thing since we're doing show and tell. Okay, so this is the big milestone one. 2000, when I had an essay in Red Book, me and Faith Hill. <laughs> and so this was my story that was in there. Ambushed by love. Not my title. They didn't even clear that title with me. But they paid me a dollar a word. $3,000 for one essay. I have books that have not made that much money. Um, those were the days. So, so yeah, I have all of these magazines. I have like a copy of like all of the stuff that I had my short work in. Um, so author birthdays, I guess that's how I got off on that. It's, it's not clear to me how to measure that. And I guess that was why I picked the um, publication of the book because you know, magazines, you wouldn't have an exact date, but those came out. But yeah, 25 years since um, I got those first publications and decided that, but it was longer ago than that, that I decided that I didn't want to be a scientist and wanted to be a writer. So, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting because the, the gals were all being lovely and congratulating me and saying, you know, mad respect for a long career, which I've come to appreciate is, is an important thing because there are so many people now that I look back, um, friends who were writers over these last 25 years that fell away, that did not stick with writing. It's not easy to stick with. Um, so, so there's that. I didn't finish talking about Jennifer L. Armentrell. That was how I got started on this. Uh, because I knew her forever ago and there was this whole thing for a while there because there was another Jennifer Armentrout who was published at the same time. I think she was M-I-N uh, Armentrout and she changed her name to Jenny Trout and she even had like this big essay that she put up about how like Jennifer L. Armentrout stole her career because they were published at the same time and had the same name and um and then she became Jenny Trout. And I think Jenny Trout is out there still. But I would remember when they were still Jennifer Armentrout, I would remember them because Jennifer L. Armentrout was love because I, she's a delightful person. And every time I met her, she was wonderful to be around. And uh, so she came out with a book on Tuesday and her wildly, wildly successful series that I forget. It's like I tell you what, you guys, I can't keep these titles straight, you know, ash and something quartz and blood and whatever. And I started to read the first book. I didn't really get into it, but you know, I wish Jennifer well, she, she's, you know, deserves every bit of success, but apparently there was a big pile on that people were readers were disappointed in some aspect and Jennifer told them and I, this is all like third hand at this point I think because I heard it from other people who I think heard it from other people some might have heard it seen it happening but like in her fan groups and stuff people were complaining about I don't know like emotional infidelity between the characters and that they were upset by that which romance readers will get very upset about and she apparently said that they were reading it wrong, which you just don't get to say that as an author. You can think it and you can vent to your friends and you can be like, how stupid are these people? Um, 
<laughs> because sometimes it is frustrating because readers will be like, well, obviously it was this, this, and this. And it's like, no, actually you read that wrong, but you don't get to say it. Uh, and is there such a thing as wrong? Arguably, no. I mean, once you release that creation into the world, uh, you know, readers take it in and transform it and make it ooh, <laughs> and knock over their coffee cups. I did not. It was close though. Still some coffee in there. Um, you know, you kind of have to let go of it. But anyway, um, you know, there's a thing that happens when authors become very, very successful where people somehow stop regarding them as being human beings and <clears throat> reader. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not getting verklempt. I don't know why it does, but nobody stops being a human being. Nobody reaches a point of success where they no longer feel the, the slings and arrows, right? Um, yes, you can be disappointed in a work. It's totally prerogative as a reader. It certainly has happened to me. Like I said, I didn't get into this series. I can think that Jennifer is a lovely person and not love this particular series, but you know, try to keep that in mind. You guys that especially if you're tagging authors on stuff or doing very high profile things, it can be this big pile on and everybody loves the attention clicks and all of that. But uh, remember that this is a human being and think about whether you would actually sit there and say these things to her face and that she might cry because, because we feel it, you know, that's, that's part of being a creative. So on that note, I'm going to go be creative, do my thing. I uh, hope you all have a wonderful Thursday and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.